Hey guys, and welcome back to You're So Rude. Today, this is our last episode of this season. Woo! Finally! Nah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's our last episode of the season, so we've got two special guests who we've heard from before. We've got S and A, hey Sam's sisters. Um, so, we're recording this towards like the end of December but it's gonna go up like mid-January or end of January I don't really know um and so we just kind of wanted to do a 2020 wrap-up and if you remember our second episode of this season was titled is time a social construct and I kind of wanted to go back and talk to SNA about it as well and then we're going to talk about like New Year's traditions, and we talked about, uh, like, what our resolutions will be for the for 2020, and I kind of just want to go back and see, like, did we follow up on those? When did we give up? Did we give up? And if we have the motivation to set resolutions for 2021, given how much of a whack year 2020 was. So, SNA, before we start, do you have anything to say? Um, I just want to say thank you for having us on. I'm starting to wonder. Before. Yes, and I'm starting to wonder do the people actually want us here? We've been 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 here too much. (laughs) Quite often. Um, I like having you guys here. And also, we haven't had any complaints. Yeah. That's fine. I was looking at our Apple podcast. I saw the one star review. (gasps) Yeah. One of you guys (laughs) left. That. We have three five star reviews and one one star review. And I'm like, did you like miss which one was the five star and did confuse it with like, the one? Yeah. Did someone like there write was, something? No, there, like, I no. Checked, there was nothing oh. written. I was so mad. I was like, if you're gonna leave a one star review, at least tell us what you didn't like. Or yeah. just dirty like, delete it. It was like the whole, was like, the whole podcast sucks. One star and that's it. I don't need to say anything else. Like. What did we say? What did we do? Yeah. So 2020. Was yeah. A very interesting. Oh, I thought year. we were gonna do. Are we doing time construct first? But it's kind of wrap up, right? So we can kind of talk about everything, just yeah. like overall. Because I think that the way that the time construct episode worked in with New Year's last time was because it had just passed, and so we were t- talking about how New Year's itself is like a social construct, right? Like everyone celebrating in Times Square, which this year hopefully will not happen. I, you know, I hope not, but. It Some people probably, probably will. will. If they're going to have performances, which I assume they will still have performances, but they, they won't open it to the public and probably have things closed off. So one performer goes and leaves. I just find it hard to believe that people won't congregate won't anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if, if Ariana Grande was performing, like, might as well just sneak in. But don't do that, actually. Yeah. Anyone. Do not do that. Exactly. Whatever you're doing, social distance and wear a mask. Hopefully yeah. you're just, like, staying home and hanging out with whoever you are with. Mm-hmm. Whether that be your friends, your family, your dog, your cat, whoever it is. Just stay home and stay safe. Do yeah. the smart thing. But uh, 2020, any of you, I guess SRA, have any major comments on 2020 as a year as a whole? Because... Cobb and I had a very interesting 2019, um, as we mentioned in our episode originally. The thing is, 
I, okay, so I gave everybody an assignment to kind of listen to the Times of Social Construct episode, and as I was listening to it, I was like, what happened in 2019 that I was so pessimistic? I can't even remember anymore, because it's felt like so long ago. I did have a bad 2019, so I do remember. (laughs) But, like, for me personally, when 2020 started, I was the same. I was like, ugh, 2019 sucked, but halfway through 2020, I was just thinking, why did it suck so much? No, that definitely puts stuff into perspective, Um, but I just remember like I knew a lot of people that had really good 2019s and so I was also Mm kind of mad I was like mine was so bad and other people's was so good like I really hope 2020 is like a good year and we're gonna make it our year and then the whole world just kind of fell apart so it's because you wanted to have a good year no no it's and I listen it's because it's not because I wanted to have a good year it's because you if everyone goes back and listens Cobb had the same negative attitude about 2020, and so that set the tone for a really bad year. But now she wasn't disappointed. Exactly. No. If you have low standards and low expectations, you're never going to be disappointed. I remember the biggest thing that had happened by that point of 2020 was that we almost started World War Three, <laughs> and we were talking about the Iran memes and how everyone was like, girl, I want to stay home and cook for my husband. Like, I won't go to war. And we were like, oh my god, we like dodged a bullet. Like, that would have been so bad if the world just kind of yeah and then and then two months later COVID hit yeah like the thing is at the time that we record that episode COVID was definitely a thing it I mean it was discovered in what December December of last year because that's why it was COVID-19 not COVID-20 yeah but it was just since it didn't affect Americans then it was just kind of like oh let's just ignore it. it you know yeah I think 2019 in general was bad for very different reasons and 2020 affected everyone in such so in, in a way that you don't necessarily think you don't think about losing jobs you don't think in such in mass right that mm-hmm. every Thursday you're finding out how many people are going into unemployment like it was millions every single Thursday right 20 or in 2019 you're thinking oh god like I had a rough year like this was like bad for my grades stuff. yeah yes like it's personal things. and like 2020 was like sickness like again putting it into perspective like it was bad on everybody on a global scale even if it's just not you you feel bad yeah Mm because everyone's going through so much and it's like around you right like people that you care about are affected by it if not you and even if you think let's even think personally for 2020 i think we're all like for for anyone listening i'm i'm sure like hopefully you haven't had really awful things happen but like personally i feel like we could all be in a very worse position like we're all healthy which is something so like something yeah. to be thankful for. So maybe within our personal lives and comparing it to a personal 2020 or sorry, a personal 2019, it might actually be better in certain ways. But when you look at it on a wider scale, you're like, oh, 2020 in general is it awful. It hurts so many people versus like if you're kind of in a more privileged position in 2020, which I say we would be in <clears> terms of health and, you know, just having resources. Then for you, it's like, okay, like I haven't been hurt in the way that I'm seeing all of these other people were. Right, right. And so like. Mm-hmm. And that's not to diminish other things like having to stay indoors, feeling maybe like yeah. suffocated or lethargic or not right, being able to go enjoy other things. Because those are, those are real factors that can really affect Because we talked about how like, I think in the self-care episode where it's like, a lot of people have had issues with being at home and like even with your family for some people that's a great thing because like you know your family's very supportive and, and you know they're like a there are people or I guess a support system for you versus some people don't have like very good home lives and then having to be around their family was a very stressful and like it was like more harmful to their mental health than anything else yeah so there are a lot of things that happened this year but it's it's wrapping up it's December it's almost the end of December hopefully we have like a vaccine that can roll out to everybody, like to the general every, yeah. population. Mm-hmm. 
soon because like right now it's all of these people in Congress that didn't believe in COVID until the vaccine came out and our frontline workers who definitely should have been first in line over our Congress members. Yeah, it's, you know, the way that things have been happening is maybe not the best. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I just wanted to say a quick shout out. If we do have any frontline workers, thank you for all of your work this year. Um, You quite literally have saved 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Goes without saying, yeah. And we hope that people will eventually pay attention to, like, social distancing and wearing masks and you can get a break because every single one of you deserves it. With that being said, um, I think we should cover resolutions. resolutions. So I do first want to um, talk about what our what our resolutions were last year. So I did take note of those. So Sam had a long list. <laughs> I listened to that earlier today, and I was like, "Wow, none of those happened." So, <laughs> um, so let's just read off what she said. Sam wanted to be kinder to herself. Be on top of things with school and stick to a schedule. Be consistent with sleeping schedule. Work out. Limit stress that she puts on herself. So, Sam, of the one, two, three, four, five things that are there, how many of those did you do? I would say a total of negative three. Okay. Um, I think I was so stressed out this year. I put on so much unnecessary stress. I did not work out at all. Um, I'm just going to say that. I really didn't. I tried, kind of, but I really didn't. When did you try? I think I tried at one point. I was doing Zumba pretty regularly when the fall started. Um, But then at one point, it was just me and the instructor looking eye to eye. Yikes. And I was just like, I can't do this. And that's when she never went back to Zumba. (laughs) I really have not gone back since. But it's like under our masks, right? And I think it was Labor Day weekend, so everyone had just ditched class. And I was like, I can't do that. And then it was just me and the instructor and it's like nonverbal, right so we were just dancing while staring into each other's eyes was it in person yeah it oh was like, okay because we're like separated though but it was like literally just us staring at each other and I was so uncomfortable <laughs> um so I didn't really exercise um I've tried to stay on top of things and like for the most part it's like you know just barely getting by but um my sleeping schedule has just I don't have one, and I think that my sister literally, like, made an audible noise when you read off the sleeping schedule thing. She was like, no, not at all. So I really didn't do any of those, and um, I do have a resolution for next year, though, just after reading all of these and seeing how this year has went, is just take it one day at a time. One day at a time for everything. I'm not going to plan anything. I'm not going to, like, make any grand you know, expectations or any grand statements for myself. Like, I'm going to try to do this this whole year. I'm just like, okay, every day, do whatever I need to get done and just keep it pushing. Sam has daily resolutions, not yearly resolutions. That's true. Um, For me, I had, I didn't really have real resolutions. I wanted to wear matching socks, focus better, Mm -hmm. manage time, and thrive the entire time. Um, I think I only wore mismatching socks, like, less than 10 times, I would say. Um, did not focus at all, except for, like, when I was studying for the LSAT, but barely then. Um, 
did not manage time at all, really, because, I mean, we did go into quarantine starting March, and I lost all, like, uh, what's the word? Motivation? No, all concept of time. I lost all concept of time. So I did not manage that time because you can't manage what you don't know is happening. Um, and then I did not thrive the entire time at all. I did not thrive. Um, <laughs> I guess I thrived like during the summer while I did orientation. But Yeah, I think you had a lot of fun. Yeah, that. I had a great time with orientation. But other than that, did not thrive. I took the LSAT twice, was not thriving during that. Um, but you're thriving now, right? Like after having done it. It's out. Yeah, like in that, you're done. with that... Yeah, in that aspect, I guess I'm thriving. I did get accepted to law school, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, S and A. Did you guys have resolutions for 2020? Personally, I don't really believe in resolutions. They tend on just a very general way of going about it. They don't tend. People don't tend to commit to them. Like, uh, what's it? Uh, I think the stats for when people have resolutions to exercise, they get the gym memberships, they quit like a couple months in. Just, I think for me, I, I don't find purpose in having some sort of resolution. I think the only thing I've ever done is to say, oh, I hope I have a great next year. I hope I, I hope things go well. I just want to have like a happy year. I want all the people that I care about to have a happy year and end it at that. Okay. I feel like S is too pessimistic. And I'm a realist. I'm also a realist, but I feel like not making anything, I don't know, saying I'm going to work harder with this specific thing, even if you maybe only do that for a few months, those few months were pretty good. And I'm not saying there's anything against that. This is where I'm saying, I don't think that that, I just don't put that much emphasis on saying that one thing at that one time, because I want to actively work hard for myself every single like moment every single day every month or whatever I just think we put too much emphasis in that moment right before it's the next year and so it becomes all about that and I think the focus is in the wrong place I think we talked about this at the last um times a social construct episode about how you know you shouldn't just put stake in it being in the, the new year but I think like having those I guess demarcations of time or like different points in time that are like, okay, this is when a new year starts. Or for a lot of students, it's like starting this new semester, I'm going to do this. So it's like a fresh start and it feels like, okay, like I can kind of forget the things that I've not done so well in the past and just do it better from here on out. And I also agree with um, what A was saying. What are you saying about like the... It doesn't have to be something crazy. Like su- something insane. super specific, I think. Yeah. That's where it is. Like maybe having something more general of like, I'm going to try to work out. I mean, that was what mine was. <laughs> but, like, making an active effort, okay, I'm going to start with this one thing, maybe going to the gym this time, this time. And, like, you do have to definitely force yourself in terms of discipline, like, to start. But then if it's something that you really want to, like, just work on and, like, you're not very specific on, like, I have to do this by this time, then maybe, like, it will work. I feel like for some people, though, the being super insanely specific is really good for them, though. For mm-hmm. me, I think that works better because I think I – think if that's the kind of thing, I'm not trying to be, ooh, I'm so pessimistic. For me, I just don't find any purpose in it. If anything, for me, it feels a little corny, if I'm being perfectly honest. It feels a little it hacky. Is, yeah. Uh, and so I just don't enjoy it. Uh, but I don't, as far as, like, the working out thing, I started working out, like, in February. And for me, it wasn't a matter of, because for years I've been saying, oh, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to be, like, better about my health. I'm going to eat healthier. Like, I'm going to try to eat more leafy green vegetables, which I hate. Right? <laughs> uh, but... I think it was in February one day, I was just talking to a friend on the phone, 
and we were talking about how we should work out. Like we just never do any like active, uh, active things. And she was like, you should just do it now. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I should. Got off the phone. And I was like, I'm going to go on the treadmill for 20 minutes. I'm not expecting anything else. And I did it. And I was like, the next day, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going on. And like doing that worked for me because I wasn't thinking about in the long run or in the new year if for this month. I was like, every single day, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to keep pushing. And that worked for me. So I guess when I'm speaking about resolutions and like having some sort of goal for the future, I'm speaking for myself because I just have a different outlook on all of it. You work out every single day, and you eat very healthy. I try, and it it was a slow process, right? Like it's not something that goes quickly. Like you built up to it. Yeah, and so I guess that kind of speaks to like just doing it, right? Where it's like if it's something that you really want to do, like yeah, things are better planned. Yeah, just just if you want to do it, do it today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Oh, that's what you you always tell me with school. Oh my god, so (laughs) I I'm like an overthinker of the century, and like. For me, it is, like, the whole, if it's not perfect, I don't want to do it. So, like, with, okay, if I'm going to start this at the beginning of the year, if I missed it a day, I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to have to start at the beginning of the week because in my mind, it makes no sense for me to start late. But whenever I, like, something like that with school and I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this and this and this. And you're just like, just do it. Just start. Just do it. Don't think like, about once it. Once you start, then you kind of get into the flow of things mm-hmm. with anything, right? Like, with school, with working out, with whatever. But it, sometimes it is just hardest to start. And so if you're the person that can use the new year to actually get yourself to do it, then do it. If not, don't think about it. And then just do it. And then you're going to get into the habit before you know it. Just yeah, just like know yourself time. and what works for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Like you're not going to automatically become a new person because mm-hmm. you set a resolution. You might. You never know. But No, but you're most not. Most people don't. <laughs> if you meet like a fairy godmother, maybe. So Sam just lives in this fairy tale world. <laughs> and then she's hit in the face by reality every day yeah. yeah every day is just a new burst of sad reality um anyway oh, <laughs> uh, are you doing okay it seems like all these like side comments are telling us something i'm okay <laughs> she had to think about it. <laughs> um what are our 2021 resolutions if we have any I feel like you don't have any after that. I mean, I I never plan or make any, right? But I think, again, what I would do is for 2021, just in general, I'm like, I hope 2021 is like a better year for everyone than 2020 is. That's probably what, if I had to sum it up into like a resolution, that's probably what I would say. Okay. Just like hoping for the best. Yeah. What about you? Me, um, I want to find some hobbies. I really just don't like anything. <laughs> so I want to find something that I like. Because you know how people are like, oh yeah, this is my thing. This is what I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have that. I kind of oh. like your resolution though. I actually like, like, I want to find hobbies that, there's something about because that. So it's, ho- it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you really, there are things that I would definitely say. Like, you like I like things, like art, but. And you like to do your nails a lot. Like you like nail art a lot. So you But won't... she's not passionate about yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, I just do it. It's like something that like you like for a while and it's it's not like a labor of love I think for you it's like you're really into it and you would love to keep doing it but then it's like you do it and then you get super tired and you're like I don't want to do this because it's like it's fun to see the it's fun having the end result but doing it it's just I don't so care like maybe finding something that you just enjoy also the doing process. and not yeah. just the end result yeah that, that's a it's a good because it's cool. not I don't think it's too specific because it's yeah. not like I'm gonna have this one hobby and I'm gonna love it right yeah. it's gonna be like uh, I don't know I think when people ask me what my hobbies are I always default to the things I used to love because, same like, I'm like yeah. oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no, that hurts it's like 
oh, scrapbooking, oh, this, this. It's like, these are things I still, like, would love to love, but it's just like, oh, I haven't done them in years, so I don't have time for it. Versus, like, well, let's be, like to... let's be correct. It's not so much <laughs> that you don't have time for it. You don't you, make time You for don't it. make time for it. And I get that. I do. But you spend so much time mindlessly watching things <laughs> that you could easily have time for a hobby. calling Sam now, out. It takes effort to have a hobby. No, that's yeah. another thing, like, because – before it was just like the amount of time that goes into school is really negligible. So like you can spend that time watching things and also doing whatever. But now with the internet, listen, I didn't used to have Netflix before, but now it's like, oh, I could just watch these shows. I could just do this instead, and it's so much easier than pulling out all the stuff. Right, I, I, and, I, and I doing agree all it's that. easier. But it's mm-hmm. like I think I also, I mean, I'll see how it goes. I don't really necessarily think I want to find like a sit down hobby. I think I just want to get out more probably yeah. mm-hmm. I've always asked my friends I'm like can you guys go hiking with me can you do this with me and they're like no 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 I don't want to do that I want to try getting out into nature doing something your I'm friends not- don't know how to hike you literally walk no they know how to they just don't want to <laughs> oh. all the time listen like, hiking is hard every time I've hiked I've slipped and Same. almost fallen I had yeah. to have my teacher hold my hand well, I'm very anti-hiking like at this point <laughs> I think it is hard sometimes to get people who have different schedules to be like hey can you make time for this when it's like if it's not even something that's that why you super, have to make a plan with yeah. one person I'm gonna go with hey when are you yeah. free let's go hiking go with another friend the next weekend right so that way you're like, rotating you friends put the pressure on them of like you have to make time for something that you maybe not want even want to do but I like how I think early of 2020 my friends and I we tried to like actively study together more because we were just like we're never going to do it otherwise so we'll make a plan like we'll meet up at this time and we'll go do this and so even going to the library was a lot of fun so it was like who's going to drive who's going to do this so maybe something like that where it's like if I want to do a nature activity I'm like you said I'm going to force one person to do it with me and then we're gonna like it and then we're gonna do it with other people I would also add to that is like I know that you would prefer to do it with people but I think it would be beneficial to even just do it yourself yeah Yeah. I'm just scared after watching Criminal Minds like if I go hiking and someone takes me I do that's not an invitation for any of you listening to take me um but yeah like you said doing things yourself like I so many, going to dinner by yourself. Sam needs to get better at that. Enjoying going, your own company is such a big no, thing. I yeah. really liked going. I went to movies by myself. I've gone to dinner at a nice ish, not nice like super nice because girl, I got that kind of money. But like I've gone to a restaurant by myself before that I was planning on like, oh, how am I? Gonna, I need to only go when my friends are free. I need to make sure to only go to this when like I can ask all my friends so I know they're busy. And then I was like, no, I'm just gonna go by myself and I'm gonna do it on purpose and enjoy it. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun because I was just like watching people <laughs> because the thing is I think when you go with that intent you don't feel self-conscious because mm-hmm. you're you're holding yourself you're carrying yourself in such a way that no one would ever even look at you and be like oh is she by herself like who ditched her like did she get stood up right yeah. but then it's like if you had asked somebody and they're they like couldn't come or they did, or didn't want to and then you have to go alone that's when you're like oh man I'm here alone yeah, that's so embarrassing thinking about that yeah um you? my resolutions I haven't really thought about it, but um, I guess just, like, try to, like, work on myself in the ways that I I, I, I want to start journaling again. Mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to be, like, an everyday kind of journaler. Journaler? Yeah, journalist. I think it's, I think it's journaler. Jur- journalist? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not a journalist. <laughs> From now on, you are. I'm not a journalist. She puts on her resume, I used to be a journalist. <laughs> but now I'm a journalist again. Um, I would like to start journaling again. 
um, because you guys want to hear something really funny. Um, so I talk about this all the time because I think it's it just explains who I am as a person. But so my freshman through junior year, I was like in therapy every two weeks and then every week because I'm insane. Um, and then the year that I so when I say year, I mean like academic year. So the year that I take the LSAT apply to law school during a pandemic am depressed is the one year that I decide not to go to therapy <laughs> so to replace the therapy I would like to start journaling again that's a good that's idea a though good idea. <laughs> yeah. equivalent alternative do. definitely you know, yeah therapy one to one. journaling <laughs> I think that that shouldn't be something you wait until the New Year's start. There's still a couple of days in December. You can go ahead and start that today. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think it's really nice to write out your your thought. I, I don't – I think I've talked about this before in another episode, but I write people letters a lot, and I would like to start getting back to that. I love that. No, she's not talking about the kind of letters that you're thinking of. She's like, like you know, Mean Girls letters, like the Burn Book. <laughs> no, that's not okay. Okay, 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 okay. Let write me explain. Me one. Please write me one. But no, 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 no. Not, not like mean. nice letters. That Here's she the thing. Sends, Let me like, explain. So I associate feelings with people. So like most people do. <laughs> What? Most people asso- associate feelings with people. No, but it's like when I'm angry, it's like because somebody else caused it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, external lotus of uh, locust of control. control. I almost said lotus of control. <laughs> I it was lo- locust. It's locust. Oh, locust tea with a bug. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I hope that doesn't make it sound like I have a victim complex because I don't, um, but I associate feelings with people, and so when there's something, like, really heavy sitting on my chest, like, if I'm feeling really sad or feeling really angry, I'll write a letter, and I'll, like, address it to the person that made me feel that way, and I'll, like, say everything I need to say. And then I'll just get rid of it. Mm. And they will never see it. Have you ever thought someone might see it? Do you, like, get rid of them? That, rid of that them? would... I thought you kept them. I, I do have them, but, like, they're so far hidden it, in my laptop. Isn't like, the, the plot of... Of the That's So Raven episode? <laughs> <where> <laughs> all the boys I have loved. <laughs> Girl, y'all remember that That's So Raven episode where her mom was getting her PhD and her husband was like, write to your thesis advisor and write how annoying she is. <gasps> and then did she send and it? Then no, like the she put it, the she put it on his desk instead of putting whatever she... Her, I think her actual <gasps> thesis or something. And they went... They like put together heaven and earth to get that thing back and rip it up. Whoa. But, yeah, so it's not like pen paling, which is something that is also nice, a hobby I would like to do. I wanted to write to a lot of old people because I really like them, but then none of them needed a pen pal. And so that's sad. I can always use a pen pal. I'm moving in eight months. <laughs> you think I'm going to write letters to my you? Pen pal. Never. I'll never You two respond. live together right now. Well, yeah, she kind of far apart. <laughs> yeah. You're separated by a hallway. A really long hallway. <laughs> and yeah. you're separated by the width. <laughs> the, the shortest the hallway. The width is pretty wide. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'd like to get back to writing letters because as of, like, in this moment, I'm feeling a lot of things mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I think I need to 
write a letter Are to already certain people, people in your mind. She's gonna oh make my gosh, yeah. she's for the three of us. She's gonna open three new Google Docs. <laughs> you already have one. I do. I I think we've already we talk about this in every single podcast episode. <laughs> but I forced her to write me a letter. Our senior in high school. I was like, can't you just make up some stuff, even if you don't have it? Like, I want to read this as my graduation present. Yeah. And she did write me a letter. Was it was it very disappointing. Everything it was oh. nothing like what it, it was. It was just me telling her that, like, she's my best friend. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, gross. Anyway, um, I yes, I already have people in mind for the things I need to write about. People I need to write to. Um, so I'd like to get back to that. And that's really my only resolution right now. Um, I am starting law school next year, so I'd like Woo! to, like... Ah! So I would like to, um, like, get my head in the game. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really so focus on making sure you're in a good place, because law school's, law school's tough. Yeah. It is tough. I'm already stressed, but... But the people okay. can expect more podcasts even when you're in law school, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You said you didn't say yes. She did. <laughs> so like, we'll figure it out. The disconnect. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Because we're both in law school now. <laughs> we're both in med school and we're both in law school. I know it's a really tough life. <laughs> we're getting our JDMD. God, there's real programs for that. I know that's actually disgusting. I think it's people that probably want to go into malpractice or something, so they have a really good understanding. Yeah, of this that'd stuff. be cool. Because it's just like. Otherwise, how are you going to use both degrees? That's what you, you should do so you can help her out when she screws up. I was considering uh-uh. going... <laughs> no, please. I was considering going into malpractice just because there's so much money there. Girl, Ooh. do it. And then you can be like, you can be my lawyer. If you're good. If not, I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> I just won't tell you how I am. That way I can get all your the money ratings first. Are just like the podcast ratings. There's like one star <laughs> review, but with no details as to why. I really want to know who that person is, and I just want to have Leave a conversation Leave another one star review so we know so you we listen. we know you listen to this episode. But at least they're listening consistently. But it's like they're making other people not want to listen. I know, because we only have four ratings. I'm going to go back and leave a ton of five star reviews just to drown it out. I wish yeah. you could find that one person who wrote their one star review. Anyone, everybody who's listening to this, go rate us. Yeah, on... please leave a five star on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And if you're a scammer, get all your other scammer friends to do it. Yeah, and like... Make new accounts because you can only rate once yeah. per account. So just make a new one and rate us five stars Please. so that, like, it doesn't look like 25% of our listeners hate hey. us. <laughs> Which might be true. Yeah. Um, do we kind of want to talk about, like, so Cobb and I talked about the New Year's thing being a social construct, but I guess we can kind of talk about that now because New Year's is going to look very different. Yeah. Um, but, like, what even is the new year, right? Like, it always comes down to this point, but it's, like, December could just turn into January. And also, what is December and January? Have you guys heard my spiel on time being a social construct? Yes. Okay, because I you have to not. So give me, Give me the, the, the short notes. The cliff notes. Okay, so I have this existential crisis all the time. But it's, like, and I know that, like, in some, in some regards, like, the 24, the, the length of a day and the length of a year, things like that, is all determined by, like, the Earth spinning and going around the sun. Like, that makes sense. But what doesn't make sense is why are there 24 hours in a day? Who decided that? Who just decided there are going to be seven days in a week? Who decided 52 weeks? God, Who decided, <laughs> like, that there are 365 days? You know, all these things. It just, like, blows my mind because it's, like, 
who decided this and like why the fact that it's um 60 minutes and 60 seconds and 60 minutes and 60 minutes makes an hour and there are 24 hours in a day like where did all these numbers come from and i just i have been i've been on the times of social construct train since i was like seven because i remember whenever we started learning how to add and subtract time i she couldn't do it she complained to the teacher (laughs) miss waters time is a social construct so i'm not gonna do the math homework yeah basically but i i I would just get so frustrated because you know like when you're (laughs) (laughs) but like when you're adding and subtracting time you like okay so say you're adding like 234 to like 115 like your train leaves at 234 and it's an hour and 15 minute no let's let's make it longer it's an hour and 30 minute travel time so you want to see what time you'll get there so when you add 34 to 30 or whatever numbers i just used you get 64 so i'd be like there is not 64 minutes in an hour so you have to convert that to the next hour in four minutes and And it's like that doesn't make sense so i've been on this time social construct train since i was since i've been able to add and subtract since i've not been able to add and subtract math <laughs> and it's like it makes me so angry i feel like if we look this up there would be answers to your questions like who did it it's probably like the romans or it the can't Greeks be or something. i don't know i feel but like they probably had a different idea because or is it uh, the mayans i i honestly don't know because like you said we haven't looked it up but if i had to just say something right off the top of my head i feel like in past days they probably didn't go by hours and minutes they probably had some other way of Maybe like half days, like when the sun is up, when the sun is down. Like the the sundials and things. So I'm sure like the way that you observed time or calculated it and like quantified it. Maybe like every time something happened. Yeah, like it it would probably be different because I can't imagine that hours. Like when the rooster calls. Like yeah, I can't imagine that an hour or like a day or whatever hasn't been something recent if we're really thinking about it. Because the interesting thing is, right, like everything that's now like mainstream or like we go by, everyone goes by the same I guess, sense of time, right? It had to at one point be, like, the radical thing that was, like, why don't we use this system of, mm-hmm. like, 60 seconds in a minute and 60 minutes in an hour? And then everyone had to get used to that and be, like, okay, we're going to go by this. Yeah. Just, so, like, like, people saying metric system is better than what, what, what we the, use. What, what the No, it's you. Um, <laughs> what did you just call it? The cumulative. No, wait, That's not the, right. The, the comprehensive. The you. What's to be it? What is the system What system do we use? Eugenics? No. Huh? No. Yeah, Did you say eugenics? I heard you. No, no like the they use metric. The US use uses. We use the what? I thought we use the metric no, system. No, we hate no, the metric, metric system. Oh, God. Standards? Huh? No, metric versus. Imperial. Imperial. We do I imperial. have literally never heard I've that never being heard that used. Really? Speak. No, I always said imperial. Imperial? That does not make sense. Is that what the British use? Says imperial? No, British people like metric system, I thought. Uh, anyways. That's why we don't like um, British people. But we like <laughs> British listeners. Yeah. Cobb, are you going to raise your kids without New Year's and stuff like that? Because I think, okay, this is another thing about things being a social construct, right? Like, I think we were talking about this with Tiffany, was like, things that are a social construct, like, we all follow in society. So that does make them real, in a way, right? They're not tangible things, but it's like, yeah. we have to. We make them real There's so many, yeah, because like, there's so many other social constructs we were talking about, like race and stuff, which like we they have real like consequences in our society and so we have to treat them as real like obviously being late for things matters so it's like where's the line between like 
this is a social construct, it's not real versus, and like, should it even matter? I don't know. I feel like time should not matter. <laughs> then well, I don't you don't, I think social construct, constructs, as crazy as they are, they do matter because they're kind of an organization, organ, organ, an organization tool. Yeah, because, you know, without time, when you'll be do late to work, you'll be late Why to work, does work you'll have turn a time? in something late. <laughs> You'll be just, uh, you know, why a party do, way too early. Why do things have due dates? See, this is where I start because to have then, that existential crisis because then no, I start to question everything. I kind everything. of agree, right? It's like, okay, I think due dates are crazy. Yes. <laughs> I think, I know, I think like certain things I'm like, what? It's because you're always try. late to turn stuff in. That's why you think no, you're crazy. No, no, that's, that may be part of it, but that's really not. Um, <laughs> like what if, because again, that's also like the time you get your degree in, right? They, they plan it by years. So it's like, do they have to have certain due dates for assignments so that you can fit in your degree in those years? But it's like, no, because we have summer break. We have summer break. We have winter break for these holidays and for the new year. And it's like, what if we didn't do that? What if we did stuff completely differently and like, Things classes didn't start at this time regularly, and but that's the thing is the U.S. has a different way like timing. I know Japan like their school ends at a different time and starts at a different time than us. Like I heard in you know in Spain, I think it was they go to school at like eight, they leave at maybe twelve, they have lunch, and then they come back. No, I'm sorry, they they go to school really late at maybe ten. They stop looking at me. No, I just I can't understand the words coming out of Okay, they go to school <laughs> to kind problem. of late compared to us, maybe nine or ten. They leave at around three. They go, like, they eat lunch and then come back at five and then maybe leave at, like, seven or eight. So it's like a n- 7 or 8 p.m. Yes. School? So it's kind of like they have a break and it sounds longer, but it's probably the same amount of time yeah. as us. But and even, like, in, um, I know in some other schools, like, in the North. And I guess in other places, too, like, going People to school until a, June yeah, and then starting in September. But it's, like, again, though, if we switched our current system to a different system, then that would be, like, our socially constructed standard. Yeah. standard thing. And we'd still be, like, oh, why do we go, like, a yearly, mm-hmm. you know, re-around school when we could do random breaks? Yeah. But, like, I'm just looking it up. Like, for Japan, they have, it's, they have three semesters. They go from April to July, then mm-hmm. from August to... December I'm like very casually reading this and then like from July to March so it's like what January January I was like Sorry. okay April to July August to December and then July to March <laughs> okay so then they're just like one whole year back around so yeah so theirs is totally different right so yeah. then they have some sort of reason that they base it on that because to me that sounds wild like school is starting in April like that's mid like mid-semester mid- exactly right so yeah. it's just something that we are not accustomed to mm-hmm. but i feel like if it ain't broke don't fix it so we just took a really long break um yeah we played math kahoot <gasps> yeah i made everybody play math kahoot and it was not fun it, it was, was like really oh horrible my God, let's play something fun first one was multiplication no. and rounding to multiplication what like no, no, the first one was kind of like a guess who it, it is. It was Obama Kahoot. It was Obama Kahoot, but it was still difficult. And then she <laughs> pulled up the multiplication Kahoot, which was really hard. And then she's like, no, I'll choose a fun one. And then she chose rounding. And the audacity of Kav to choose this when she didn't even get on the board. <laughs> she literally time. was not on the podium. And she was like, I'm doing so well. This is so easy, you guys. And she's she like, was in last no, place. No, 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 no. To be fair, my Wi-Fi kept kicking the me out of the game. game. Yeah, but what about the first game? It's a game, guys. Okay, sure. So we were talking about how schools in Japan, I think we were talking about how they run on a trimester system. Yeah. And so, like, how that's different than us, and you just kind of get used to, 
whatever way your school is set up. Mm-hmm. It's all a social construct. It's, it's all a social it's construct. It's so hard to break free from that social construct, and I don't, I don't find the need. Oh, utopia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you what we were know. wanting to transition to was, I guess it wouldn't. It would be a social construct, wouldn't it? A utopia. Yeah. Utopia? My, the thing that kind of triggered me to think of that was like, oh, but well, you can anything is a social construct. Like you can make anything anything. So going along those lines, I was thinking perfect world. Utopia. Yeah, so like, because it becomes what everyone believes in, and it becomes real, right? It's like whatever is accepted. So we were talking about this idea, or we wanted to talk about this idea of like utopias and dystopias. So obviously, like a utopian society is one where everything is like perfect. And, and remember like, what, what book happy. were we thinking of? The Giver by Lois that? Lowry. You probably read it in middle school, and you had to do reading logs about it. And then dystopian society is like really awful, right? Like everyone is kind of like hunger games style but can you look up the actual plot of the giver because i can't really remember i remember it was like nobody could see color but there the giver there was one person the who boy had the ability. right no no because the, the giver was the old man but then the boy was gonna have the ability i think once the old man passed oh okay can you look up the plot <laughs> so we actually have something to go but do you of. guys believe in a con in the concept of a utopia that being possible no okay i don't really understand it because like i would say no based on like what we read in books and what we see in movies it's like super impossible to have but like what if it was like a utopia in a different sense like what actually defines a, a society being utopian like everyone having money everyone having you know shelter everyone having you know the same like goods or everyone being healthy like what is utopian society i think i think it's like I think it's, like, person by person, right? I, yeah, what I do you really define know. as perfect? Yeah. And you end up with a utopia when like-minded people who have a similar goal or symbol, similar sense of what perfect is come together, and then it falls apart. They all yeah, live, like, happily, right? There's always yeah. someone who will think that is not what perfect means to them. So, in the plot of The Giver, it says something about how it's, like, it's controlled by the elders, right? Like, society's controlled by the few group of people. So, I think that's how they maintain, like, this certain set of everything being happy which is kind of like comparable to our government right like you have to have a couple of people that are like in charge I guess unless you have like a real democracy where random people are just voting on everything but it's like if you have every if you have a couple of people controlling stuff couldn't you could get I guess like you said a utopia for a short amount of time where everyone has like the same amount of things and that's supposed to be what makes everyone like happy and live happily until there's people that come along that are like this isn't what we want and this isn't what what our society should look like and i think what kind of breaks it is the idea of everyone should be content and at least in the current society that we live in speaking up and speaking out is very standard oh yeah i will say people are all about striving for more Mm -hmm. and being their best self and standing up for things like even if you don't like like not even things that are unjust it's like if you don't like something you're supposed to make it known that like i don't like this i want it or at least that's like a western perspective i will say Mm -hmm. because in Western societies, we are more about the me versus the we. Mm-hmm. We're in a lot of, like, this This is a generalization, but in a lot of Asian societies, the we comes first. Yeah, like, you're supposed to kind of think about the respectful aspect of it more than, oh, this doesn't please me, so I'm going to say that I don't like it. So the idea is you don't want to inconvenience other people. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, considering that element, do you think certain countries, certain areas, certain groups of people would be able to persevere and actually have a more functional 
utopia or at least a, a utopia that works longer than maybe a country like ours i think it would work longer but there's always that at least one person who will be like this is not yeah. right i think even under those governments currently right like you said like there's more of a it's more of a taboo for someone to speak up i get up just for like what they individually like it's kind of like okay you could have a government and they could have almost like even tyrannical rule right and like people would not be able to speak out against it so if they say okay everyone's happy everyone's happy and it's like that doesn't mean that on the inside people are probably okay with it but maybe if they're not used to okay I can stand up against these people or I can say that I don't like something then it would go on for longer like oh this is just the way of life you have to get used to it whether or not you like it and to be fair I feel sorry I didn't mean to cut you off it felt a little culty Yes. Yeah, because I don't think there's any way that everyone can be happy with the thing, way things are running ever, right? Like, even if you give – if everyone lived the exact same life, like, literally, like, from birth to death, with everything being the same, like, all the struggles they go through, all the successes they have, some people are going to be happy with what they have and some people aren't just because everyone's different. Like, unless everyone is literally the exact same, they're not going to have the same responses to things. Mm-hmm. And I think for – I this is tacking on to – would a country persevere as a utopia? I think in order for a country to... I don't know if this is going to make sense. In order for a country to become a utopian cu- country, I think it'd have to be dystopian first. You know what I mean? Oh, to be able to rebuild. Yeah. Like, something yeah. was so bad that now we have to make something much, much better. Yeah. Like, it's going to... Because I was just thinking about, like, when you're working on something, when when you're working on something and it doesn't go well and maybe you have to restart, it gets worse before it gets better. So I think that, like, if a country's trying to rebuild or, like, anything is trying to rebuild, then you're going to see it fall apart before it gets better. And I guess, like, we kind of see that kind of thing with, um, like, the Divergent series and the Hunger Games series. They start, like, you see them as a dystopian um, place first, and then eventually you'll have your Katniss Everdeen's, and you'll have your Tri- Tri- Tris, I don't know. whatever her name is, in the Divergent series, and you'll have those kinds of people break away from whatever society tells them, what their dystopian society tells them, and then they start the movement for a utopian society. But I feel like if that can happen for a dystopian society, it's definitely going to have to happen for a utopian society where someone breaks off yeah so yeah um the term utopia according to wikipedia was coined by sir thomas moore for his 1516 book called utopia describing a fictional island society in the south atlantic ocean off the coast of south america utopia itself comes from the word utopos that i probably butchered that but it means no place or nowhere so it's kind of a pun like you can't ever actually achieve this um And it's almost identical to the word that means a good place in Greek as well. And so I guess what some of these examples are saying are, like, the places where there's no knowledge of good, there's no knowledge of evil. And so everyone is, like, has those same desirable or perfect qualities. Like, in a small group of people, it's very highly controlled. And so there's nothing to make people feel like, oh, we could have better or we could have worse. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, this is what it is. And so we're all content with it. Mm -hmm. And you know what I think the thing is that, oh, we could, uh, nobody knows good or bad. There's always going to be someone who's in charge. We have this idea of a utopia being equal, but no matter what, in my mind, it feels like there's always going to be one or two or maybe a small group of people who are controlling the others. And that's what makes it so culty. And that's like one thing that they're saying is like utopias are idealized visions of a perfect society, but for perfect people. If humans are like, in, like invariably without fault, if or not without fault, they're not without fault. The fact that there's such 
I don't know, everyone's so different in so many ways that like there's no way for this perfect idea of society to control imperfect people. And like you said, there would have to be even just the like power hungry people, right? People like if I was living in yeah, if I was living in this utopia, I would want to be like I want to make some decisions. I want to I want to be in charge of how things are run. And then it's like that's when you get into okay, well the way that I like it versus the way other people like it. Cuz the thing is you could have like oh Everyone gets a say in stuff. We're going to have a committee. But then you're going to have committees that are more meaningful. The committee who gets to decide food versus the committee who gets to decide who cleans, right? So mm-hmm. it's like even though everyone has a supposed equal role. role These are the people in charge. Are they going to do any work? Probably, but it's like they'd probably decide the thing that makes them do less work. Hierarchies right? are going to come about. And when you have mm-hmm. hierarchy, you probably lose. I, actually, I don't know. Maybe utopias could have hierarchies. It's just that when I think utopias, I think, oh, I think we're all I, Yeah, I would think that that doesn't yeah. exist there, right? Because that's just inequality. Like, that's something that's inherently unfair is that for the people that don't get chosen to be that's on the higher. bad. Yeah. So that's not what a utopia should be, I guess, in my opinion. Unless we had, like, robots, like... You know, AI. Matrix. This has nothing to do with <laughs> what we're talking about, but you talking about robots just sparked this. But I saw this tweet that was like, I hate when you're filling something out, like a form out, and it asks, are you a robot? The computer is a robot. Why is the robot asking if you're a robot? Yeah. It makes no sense. That's true. Anyway, I enjoy the questions, though. It's like, I hate them. Like, all the like, tattoos. I get it wrong. <laughs> I get those wrong, and I'm like, I swear I'm a human. No, no, no. I'm just a dumb I human. I talked to this about my friend today. My thing is, it's not about what you actually click. It's about how fast you click it. If you click too fast, then you're going to get I thought it was if you didn't really? get them all right. No, no, because I've gotten ones was... wrong, and I still get through. I think it's if you take your time so you're thinking about it, because the robot would be like, boom, boom, boom. I, oh. thought I just was so smart, and I always got it right. Because no. I would always go through that, like, I, there's like a millimeter. I hate when they do that. It's like you have a little walk. bit of a tractor in there. Yeah. Does it count as a Test tractor? Test the theory. Take your time and choose one wrong one that you know is straight up wrong. Yeah. Mm. Or and like when you get in it, just like choose three or four really quickly and see if it's like no, it you're you you're a freaking robot. Exactly. So why did we talk about utopias and dystopias with social? Oh, social constructs. I guess. <laughs> You just answered your own question yeah. as you were asking the question. I don't know. I think it's a very trippy thing. I don't know. I kind of feel like I used to think that that was something that randomly could like potentially happen in like a magical world. But thinking about it, like I don't think there's any way any society on Earth could have that. Just because everyone is built on the like someone's in power and then people are ruled. The ruling class and the ruled. And it's but that's like, a social construct. But without it, though, how is, like, I guess society on our terms couldn't function, right? Like, the way that our society is, it would have to be a completely different one. I think the best we can do is to bridge the gap so it's not so far apart that, like, that's, the bourgeois yeah. versus... That's why we talk about, we're talking about socialism and stuff. It's like... <laughs> if someone could tell us the strict, like, the distinction between socialism and communism... Let's look that up. We sound very... Let's look it up. <laughs> we sound very dumb. Okay, this is kind of branching off, so, like, let me know if this is too far left. But have you guys seen the matrix no but i understand like yeah. do you know the idea of like oh god i don't want to get to a simulation okay yeah, the idea of being simulation. i never understand so, the difference like the between stimulation and simulation. i don't know i think simulation is when your brain does a thing your brain is simulated is like, simulation is like oh there's a glitch in the simulation yeah like sim yeah. think about sim like the sims game uh-huh. they're a simulation like they're fake yeah so no, yeah sims, sims. i think about that a lot and i'm like why do why does this person playing so, like my life this hate says me so much? both yeah. socialism and communism place great value on creating a more equal society and the removal of class privilege the 
main difference is that socialism is compatible with democracy and liberty, whereas communism involves creating an equal society through an, uh, through an authoritarian state which denies basic liberties. Do you guys so, ever think, what if Karl Marx just never existed? Someone else would have come up so, with No, it. yeah, someone else would have, but would that have delayed anything? I do not think of that. I can. See, that's when my brain starts to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so communist says totalitarian government made up of one and only one government versus um, socialism. I guess at its core, those are like the major differences between both. Um, so, I don't know. Well, well yeah. we went from... 2020 sucking to communism but it's just it kind of shows you it's like how the different ways of i guess governing would work where it's like even with that completely equal society of communism it's like since it's not compatible with your democratic ideals of like i'm gonna be able to elect my governors and i'm gonna be able to do this 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 you have one i guess group in charge and only one group in charge and you can't really argue against that but then it's like the idea of a completely equal society where it's not even like oh everyone gets like these certain things it's like you just you get what you get everyone gets the same thing so i don't know with the way that all i guess most of the governments are run in the world probably wouldn't you wouldn't be able to make this utopia Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be a group of people or even one person that's calling all the shots this is kind of sad yeah New topic. It just went from, like, sad to sad. Yeah, it was like, oh, so utopia can't be real. I want to call back to Sam's, um, what was she talking about? She was saying her older hobbies, and these are things that used to make me happy, but they don't anymore. things I used to love. like, when (laughs) someone asks you, like, what What your your hobbies hobbies are, I just talked about the things I used to love. Oh, that made me so sad. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It resonated within me. yeah. Because it's so true, and it just, it hurts thinking about it, something you used to like so much. You attach yourself to it. Yeah. yeah. And because, then, like, Because those things your, become your you. personality. Those are your things. Like, if someone, like, asks me, like, what ways I would define myself now, it's very basic stuff. It's, like, I go to school, religious stuff, stuff like that. It's, like, but I can't, I don't really use, I don't know, I can't use my hobbies to define, like, me as much anymore because I don't really have them anymore. Yeah. It's, like, the hobbies that I used to be, like, oh, those are very, like, me things. I don't really do them, we so. Just, we just get so consumed by, like, school and work that we are just kind of. That's all you are. And yeah. honestly, like, the free time that you have, this works for a lot of people. Like, it is a really discipline-based because I know a lot of people that are, like, oh, you can always make time for this, this, and this because I make time for that. It's, like, like you said, you actively have to schedule it in. And it's not that it's a bad thing, right? Like, you could do it and feel really good. But for me, it's, like, sometimes I just want to use my free time to do nothing. I don't want to do the hobbies. Like, I want to just sit and, like, not use my brain for a while because I'm so tired of using it. (laughs) So... Wow, this is sad, too. I thought we were moving on from <laughs> yeah. one sad time. Let's go on to hope. Let's make this a good one. Okay, I guess we can, okay, we can start to wrap up the episode yeah. by talking about what our hopes are for 2021. So, I think you already talked about how you just hope it's a great year for you and for everyone that you care about, and everyone in general, yeah. right? Don't put words in my mouth. You already said that, and it's recorded, so. <laughs> and I feel like, I'm kidding, though, yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, like, we all have that hope, but, yeah. like, you don't have any more specific, like, resolutions or anything. Not personally she's doing everything she wants to do basically i want to kick it and have a good time i think i might have said this earlier but mine is just one day at a time take it one day at a time don't think too much into the future don't you know just do it Mm -hmm. okay okay um 
I don't know, everything I said, and then also, like, I just hope, I know everything will turn out okay, but sometimes you don't know that, so. No, I think you should go in with it. I didn't thought of, like, no matter what, things do have a way of working themselves out well. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. hope for the best, and then we're all going to ride it out to the end together. Yeah. Um, I guess, oh, we were talking about my, like, journaling earlier, and I'm not a journalist, but, um. You might you're be. You're a journaler. I'm a journaler. Um. But I guess I, I want to learn to live in the moment and, like, be, like, learn to relax a little bit and just enjoy the present. what you're doing enjoy right the now. Enjoy the present, yeah. yeah. Because, like, I start law school next year, it's going to be hard, and I can't just constantly be like, ah, so I Especially need to... because, like you said, you're starting law school and stuff. There's a lot of, like, I don't know, you memories you want to make. Like, it's yeah. a really big life thing. You want to be able to at least remember, like, okay, what was this semester like? What were the fun things I got to do? Like, even the experience, like, making it more of an enjoyable one rather than just, like, yeah. being super worried all the time. Right, and, like, I've lived in this town for 16 years, and it's the first time that I'll get to leave for longer than, like, a month. The whole purpose, I think, of our podcast was really, like, to try to live in the moment more, yeah. right? Was Or not even, like, currently, but it was because I think we knew so much that we wouldn't really focus on the present moment so that it was just, like, let's record our conversation so that when we're older, we actually have a place where we can just go back and listen to them rather than, like, oh, do you remember this day? Or, oh, did we take any pictures of that day? It's like, okay, now that we're living our very big adult lives we can go back on this and just listen to random conversations we had and like think okay like this is funny that we used to think that or this is how we used to like talk about things so yeah make memories when you can and then you'll just have fun things about, to look back on don't try to make memories. yeah that's the fun thing it's like this is like we we just kind of talk about whatever because it's just us and yeah. like our whole point is like we didn't you know if no one's listening we're listening so yeah and like we did joke about like our one one star out of five, but like at the end of the day, we did we did do this. We did do this for ourselves. She's just saying that to make herself feel better enjoyment. now that we got a one star review. No, she's but right. <laughs> I think it is like something like that is really fun, right? So it's like especially if there's people you can't see a lot. I don't know. Make your own podcast for yourself, or if you think yeah. that you like you love the conversations you have. We did it because we think we're really funny, and every time we say things, we'd always be like, "Wow, imagine if this was recorded and we could hear it again." So it's like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Anyway, um, I think that's. All we have. Have a happy holidays and a happy new year and take care of yourself. And hope your resolutions are going well. Yeah, because this is January now. Yes. Oh, yes. And it's okay if you haven't. You can just make new things to look forward to. And you can be like, okay, well, this is your like um wake up call reset button this is your reset reset button button. tomorrow you can pick up that resolution again or today or today today. as soon as this podcast (laughs) ends if you've made it this far start it again start tomorrow read that book yeah or don't read that book stop reading the book the book (laughs) is boring anyway do do whatever you want to do um, Throw the book away and start watching Startup on Netflix, starring Nam Joo Hyuk, Susie Bay, and Kim Sun Ho. Make sure to cut this. Say, no, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to give them free promo. Anyway, they don't um, need your free promo. Yeah, they're doing Follow just fine without you. Us. Shut up. Anyway, Follow um, us. this is our last episode of the season. The next time you'll hear from us is our year in review, which should come out, and honestly, a couple days after this comes out, but or the year after. 
No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, follow us on our social media at You're So Rude Pod. Y O U R E S O R U D E P O D. All in English, no caps, no punctuation. We also have a website, which will be in the description. And what is the website? Your www.yoursorudepod.wixsite.com slash y s r p. Send us some emails. No, no, no. And, yeah, that's it. You can listen to us anywhere you can listen to podcasts except for SoundCloud because until they are free, there we will not be. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, I yeah. love that. She's a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, my SoundCloud gosh. Rapper. Bye. Bye.